everyone, welcome back to Teenager Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Thomas. I'm Kayla. And welcome back to another episode. I think this is the first episode of September, and there's some big announcements this this September. And also, this is the, the, the September where it's our five-year anniversary of doing Teenager Therapy, so that's coming up soon. Um, crazy. It's quite Very a long crazy. time coming. What are we'll find out what our big learnings are after doing this for five years um it's interesting to see that we captured like this point of a lot of maturement and growth over the last five years but do you think that growth that like maturement slows down or accelerates even more from like 20 to 25 because I feel like from 15 to 20, it's like a lot. But is it well, as we, much from 20 to 25? Well, you, we wouldn't know because we all just turned 20 this year. Well, I need hypothesis, guys. I need like, I need... I, need I mean, I'm sure because that's when you got to start figuring out your finances and your career stuff. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's like different types of maturity. Because I think when you're like 15 and then going into 20, it's you have no, for the most part, you have no choice but to mature. Like you can't be a 15 year old stuck in a 20 year old's body, you know. Like, I I think it's more forced when you're younger, whereas like 20 to 25, I feel like everybody has like different levels of maturement, if that makes sense. So that's when it's really up to you. Because you totally could be a 20-year-old stuck in a 25-year-old's body. And one day you wake up and you're 25 and you realize, I'm like at the same level as a 20-year-old. I don't know. I've only been 20 a few months. so. Mm. But I'm just so mature already. I've gained so much wisdom. I mean... <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well... I guess, or not even go, or like, I guess since we're all 20, do you guys feel different than from what, not even like physical, but like mentally from when you were 19? Well, I don't want to say it's because I turned 20, but I felt it even being in New York. And I think a big part of that was just because I was so independent and I was just, I had so much freedom and. I really trusted myself there, and because of that, I do feel more mature and just wiser than my 19-year-old self, I guess. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, it's just the experiences leading up to 20. That is what what is shifting me. Maturing. I feel like... I've always said on the podcast that I feel a little more mature than I think I should be at this age. Well, I remember feeling that when I was 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, being like, okay, in a few years, I think I'll be fine. In a few years, I think I'll be fine. Um, and now I'm 20, and I think that feeling is still there of feeling like I'm not i can't relate in a lot of ways to like a lot of people my age but i'm hopeful that by 22 like right after people graduate college i think it's gonna level out a lot more just because of the unique experience of not going to college and working and 
I guess, also the immigrant experience of having to provide for your household, even though you're still young and having to like be like self-sufficient in every aspect, um, has kind of made being independent and mature and trusting myself the norm, I suppose, or like there's like no other option. And so I, I feel like I'm mature, but then again, I also journaled about this a couple months ago of feeling like I portray this version of myself to the outside world as being very mature and it's like a it feels like an illusion of just this mature person going throughout the world that's independent and self-sufficient but still feeling very much like a kid on the inside and I, I don't really feel like an adult which is weird because I be I'm doing a lot of adult things but I don't really feel like that it, it that feels like an act yeah it's it's funny you say that because i i do think on the outside you um you have a very professional business-esque mature you know image but when i think of you go i feel like i <laughs> in the best way possible I, I see just a little curious kid and like i i attach that with your personality and i think you can have both I think you can have both. I just, mm. yeah, at your core, at your core, I think you're just a silly, goofy child. Girl, I was very childlike. Very. In yeah. the best way yeah. possible. I agree. That's what I journaled about. Exactly that is that like, yeah, why do I keep, like to the outside world, I portray this confident like person, but inside is just the complete opposite. I've always wondered, I don't know how I feel about that yet. Do you, do you think if you portray yourself as something else other than mature, it'll like take away your credibility or something. Um, I think there's, yes, I think there's that fear of, I, I think I, I, I think I want to be taken seriously. I think sometimes I forget that I'm younger than I am. And so it's like a weird, dilemma when i present myself to people versus how i feel versus how i want to be portrayed and presented to others um and so i don't know if i'm i think that that's the thing though that i do notice is that i think i am very still very childlike in a lot of ways and very young spirited but i don't know if that's being young spirited or if that's just immature in a lot of ways, you know? Sometimes that gets me. I'm like, okay, yes, I portray myself as this thing, but I feel like most of my close friends have this perception of me being just very, like, kiddish, childish, I guess. And so then I think, is that, one, is that a bad thing? Two, should that innermost version of yourself mature alongside the exterior image you portray to the world or is there always a balance of everyone is portraying this professional image but deep down everyone feels young and and feels that youthfulness inside them if that makes sense you know like when you guys are 23 24 25 will your exterior image and your interior perception be aligned 
or will it always feel like who you portray to the world is always a more mature more presentable version than who you really at my core i'm just a very unserious person like i'm not professional in any aspect and i don't like to take myself too seriously i don't want other people to take me too seriously so girl he's very good at the whole mature image thing and i am not like i really am not and don't mind it too much like I, I think it's just who I am and I embrace it but as I age and I get to 25 maybe it'll, that'll change but I don't know that just doesn't really feel like me or really something that I'm concerned about at this moment I remember as a kid or like not as a kid but maybe middle school or something just hearing adults or like teachers be like oh my god you're like you're so mature <laughs> you're so mature for your age i was like thanks i guess like I, I never really knew like how to like take that because mm, honestly yeah you've always been very mature in my opinion <laughs> like i don't know how to take that you like, were just always on just top like, of your shit it's true it's true i mean that's yeah and that's weird because that's people's perception of me but I, how guile feels i feel like i'm a very silly person you are a very silly person so i'm like i don't i don't think i'm like too mature i think it just depends on the way you look at maturity because in an academic setting maturity just means being like on top of everything and organized and all of that but you as a person your humor is so immature it's crazy okay but the thing is there's also a difference between immature wait how i perceive it is there's a difference between immature and silly slash childlike slash I think it's a little immature, which isn't a bad thing. (laughs) No, I view it as a bad thing. Well, don't. What do you view it as then? I think immaturity is a natural part of someone's growth. Like everyone is immature and I think everyone should be immature. I don't, I don't like that everyone tries too hard to be serious or wants to be perceived as this really mature person like it's good that you want to be and it's good to mature and you can't always stay immature and stuff but i don't think it's a bad thing to be immature especially since we're only 20 i think this is the time for us to be a little silly for us to not take things too seriously um but yeah i mean you're the way you carry yourself, the way you, like, joke about things, it's immature, but it's not bad. It's funny. Like, I enjoy it. I enjoy it because I share the same humor. But I don't want you to take that, you know. Yeah. Like, no, it's... Yeah. Yeah. I think... I think we're all... Everybody here in this room... I think is, we're all immature. I think yeah. we're all immature. I think we're and mature I think, and immature... It, like both in a lot of different yeah, ways yeah and i feel like that's what grounds us 
too you know because like you can't be serious all the time you can't be business all the time yeah. that's just and you also can't be silly all the time either. exactly yeah exactly so i feel like we're all we're all a little just, silly but it's odd because sometimes i interact with other people that are my age and they're just not as silly they're not as like kiddish as childish as like the way i am the way we are really i was expecting the opposite and it's moments like that where i'm like whoa like i don't know maybe i just don't know them well enough but i just feel like they are actually mature i i I really get that and i think especially at school yeah is where i see that i think at school it's very hard for me to find other people that are also not taking class or this might sound bad but like you know they're not taking a class too seriously they're there just to like have fun make friends and it makes me question myself too because i'm like am am i behind am i like is this gonna affect my career (laughs) somehow i I don't really know and so it definitely makes me nah it's only because we're business students and we're surrounded by a bunch of business students who really do you know take themselves very seriously um but trust me a majority of the students we don't they aren't trying too hard we it's just it's hard at usc because it's very prestigious so people tend to avoid appearing immature but at the same time like i really do come across very immature people like i feel like we're more mature than most of the people our age like i'm sorry i i I was a little surprised when you said the opposite because i felt that we are a little more mature than most i would say so what does that but you just said what does that mean though no like i think we're still like immature but yeah i think we're still more mature than most people in, what in terms of like emotional so you think least. we're more mature and immature oh my god wait is it possible <laughs> just to, to fo- have both i mean i'm sure it is i'm just trying to like follow yeah. your um anyways keep going oh no i mean that was it i just i've i've, I've been around a lot of people our age and they're immature but it's not a bad thing i just it's kind of what i would expect yeah i don't know it gets to me i i i don't know i mean i maybe i shouldn't put so much thought into it but there's times where i just feel like a child like like when i interact with people i just feel like deep down inside i feel like a little kid interacting with these people that genuinely seem like they are mature and they got their shit together and they're like have this sense of I don't know, adultness to them that I could fake, maybe, but maybe I don't necessarily feel. What is the adultness you're talking about? I mean, maybe, honestly, it's just... Maybe it's just in the way... And maybe it's just differences in humor. Some people are just a lot more serious, and maybe that's why I feel that. And I, t- I maybe I associate with, like, silliness with mature men when it really, like, humor is subjective and you can't just make such broad assumptions just based on if someone is very silly and jokes around a lot but professionally or still has their own responsibilities versus someone who doesn't really have that type of humor and they're more like cool-headed level-headed and maybe doesn't take their responsibilities that serious or whatnot or they do regardless it's just 
Hmm. I mean, I was just going to say, I feel like we're all very expressive people. And because of that, it might seem more immature than mature. Because adults, I mean, I've always seen adults as very serious. And they don't express themselves the way that, like, you know, people our age do. Wait, we're adults. But you know what I mean. Um, So... I don't know. I sometimes I just think that we're just a little more expressive, like outwardly expressive, and because of that, we seem immature. Or like other people, they aren't as expressive, so we are like, oh, they're more mature and an adult, but really, they're just not that expressive. Yeah, I. Th- I mean, obviously, like most adults we come across, it's they have, or I don't know what their personality is really. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think I would ever want to like leave my silliness behind. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like I just, I, I think it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel no, you. And this reminds me of an interaction that I had yeah, two days ago, maybe. But I, I became friends with a professor <laughs> without even meaning to, <laughs> and it's because they had a genuine personality. They were expressive and they were silly. Of all things, they were being silly and fun. And it was so rare for me to see that, that I forget, like, wait, you can be older and still, like, make fun of things or, you know, say silly things that don't really mean anything, you know? And I think just having that conversation with that person just made me feel a lot better with myself, too, with, like, my doubts of, like, you know, am I too immature, mature, whatever, um, I mean, I, I think you can have both. You can be older and still be s- immature. Like, yeah. It's completely fine, I think. It's such a rare thing to see an adult, uh, like, no. act the way that you do. Because I'm like, wait, what? Like, I can get along with a 30-year-old? Like, what? No, it was insane. I was very surprised at how well we were getting along to the point where, like, I would hang out with you. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's just refreshing to see that, you know? And I think a lot of people, obviously, like, hello, capitalism, whatever. You need to have a professional exterior. You need to, you know, get XYZ done, whatever. But I don't know. I, I do wonder, too, like, how many people are actually just, you know, they're not like that in real life. Yeah. That's I not think, who they are. I think it's so sad that people lose a bit of their personality when they grow up because they kind of have no other choice but to since they work in such professional settings or they just have to sacrifice it for whatever reasons but i really hope that we never have to do that because like that's just sad i think i just have an i don't know if it's an ego or insecurity problem with being i think i don't know where the need came from to be perceived as mature maybe it's because everyone always tells you you're so mature for your age you're so mature for your age that you start to feel like you need to be mature for your age or you won't be as taken seriously or impressive to people older than you or whatnot but i think now i just get in my head a lot and even when it's like even when friends are like oh yeah you're still like very childish at heart it's like that's how i want to be that's how i would like to be perceived i hope i could always be youthful at heart 
But even though I that's what I would want for myself, there's still that sense of feeling like my ego is attacked or like my perception is like, oh, I shouldn't do that. Like, I don't want to be perceived in that way. Even though it's what would make me happy, there's like that fight with myself of not wanting to be perceived as childlike or whatnot and display a more reliable confident version of myself when does this happen like when is it i think a lot of my friends have that perception of me and you know like um, like, exactly like when does sorry what (laughs) (laughs) like when does this urge to be more professional appearing come from like Mm. is it just like around your friends I mean, in this case, I'm just talking about my friends, around my friends. I think when I think about how my friends perceive me and what they would... You want to have a more mature professional persona? How, yeah. How I would say they describe me, I think a lot of them would say they describe me as um, very immature, very... What's the word? Yeah, I guess just very immature, very childish kind of klutzy i guess which is weird because i think at times i play into that a lot because it feels almost like a coping mechanism for how serious i feel like i've had to be my whole life because since for most of my childhood i think i had to play up this persona of being very mature for my age being like you know taking care of like the real world needs and what needs to be taken care of and i gotta make sure things get done and having to present myself so seriously to others it feels like when i'm with my friends there's that chance to let go and like be as childlike as i want but then i feel like i deep down i have that negative perception that that's not okay either and like I guess when friends reinforce that, that that's how they describe me, I'm like, there's a bit of that insecurity of like embarrassment of like, mm. uh, maybe I'm, maybe I've overdone it, you know, maybe I need to settle down and cool off and like, I don't know, be boring, I guess. That's how I imagine it. Like, just be like, oh, lose my, lose my sparkle, <laughs> my wings. So you, y- like, so you do or you don't like it when people or when your friends call you childlike. I don't know. There's like I that feel like battle. we keep going back and forth with our statements. We're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm just, I mean, I'm just confused if you like or don't like it. Sorry, yeah. but no, no, it's that's fine. That's the thing. It's like, I don't, there's that inner battle of I wish I could be comfortably immature and I know that's how I act, but deep down inside, there's a weird like fight against it of like like oh thank you like i do enjoy it because i know i want to live my life forever being able to be youthful and never lose that like aspect about myself but whether it's because of my own expectations or societal expectations i feel like it's wrong and so when someone like my friends say yeah i would describe you as very childlike very curious very like immature i think my soul is like oh like yeah that i'm glad you know like that makes me happy but my mind is still trying to rationalize it i was like wait no that's bad i need to be more mature because i shouldn't be like that that's why i mean that it's like both good and bad there's like two battles going on 
I feel like when you're with your friends, though, that side just naturally comes out. Because how how are you going to be? I know, quote unquote, but mature. Sometimes with I just your don't friends? know if I like that side, <laughs> and that's I don't know where that comes from. I don't know what part of myself doesn't like that side or why I don't like it, and if it's a genuine dislike or it's just like an insecurity and like a self protecting coping mechanism i guess that's what i need to figure out you know it's like it naturally comes out but even when it does i'm just like oh i shouldn't be acting like this like i'm too grown to be acting like this i need to grow up i need to pick up the pace i feel like i'm way behind everyone else and everyone else sees me as this kid when i don't like that i need to be like mature is it an ego thing I think so. I think part of it comes from feeling like if I'm seen as immature or childlike or like, oh, you're so like youthful and youth spirited. I see that as that means you feel like you're more mature and that you might be more, you know, less childlike, which means you are the one that's like taking care of me or you have some sort of like, I guess some there's like the power dynamic. That, like, if you're the most mature one, you're the one that takes care of everyone. And I like, I think, again, there's that, just that fucking savior complex of feeling like that's my role. And so when I'm seen as, like, the childlike, curious, whatever it might be, immature one, in my mind that registers as, oh, so people probably feel like they need to take care of me like they're the ones that need like okay like i'll handle the mm. i'll handle the logistics i'll handle the responsibilities because you're like this like irresponsible immature kid that like, can't do that into that maybe because that's how you see them is that how you see them see them as what like if someone if your friend is being immature or childish whatever is that how you see them yeah it feels like i have responsibilities that are placed on me because I don't, f- I feel like I can't. Oh that. well, if that wait, that changes, that changes how, something. That changes. Changes what? Because well, I, I didn't know that. Personally, for me, if my friend is being immature or childish, like I'm, I don't feel the urge to have to take care of them. I don't feel a sense of responsibility over them. Like I don't, I, I, I still feel like we're equals, I and I think yeah. for you, you see it in a, like there's someone who needs to be taken care of. Or, like, if someone is being immature, then that person needs to be taken care of. Kayla, I feel like you've talked about how you feel that. With immaturity? With, like, feeling like you also, like, you're like, oh, you have to be the mature one because you have to be the responsible one and you have to do that. Wait. Oh, I guess I didn't connect the dots with, like... um, It's not, like, personality-based. It's more so, like actions if that makes sense like if somebody's being being silly and goofy like that's i don't take that as a direct correlation that they need my help or like now i'm responsible for them i attach those characteristics to their personality versus like what they're doing on the outside if that makes any sense do you guys know what i mean like if give us an example maybe okay um it, it, here this might be a bad example but like if somebody 
Kyle, if you say like a funny, if you're just being silly the whole day, right? Like you're just being a silly little goofball, saying jokes left and right, whatever. I don't take that as like great. Now I need to like step up to the plate and buy everyone dinner <laughs> or like buy him dinner. You know, I don't correlate those traits with me having to step up when I'm talking about immaturity and childlike whatever curiosity I attach that to personality whereas when I say I feel like I have to take care of somebody that's because I feel like they're not pulling their own weight does that make sense yeah yeah, yeah. but I think Kyle you view it differently whereas like even if it or even if it is personality you feel that way I'm not sure yet what the characteristics of me feeling this way are, but I think I think there's definitely an image problem where there's that subconscious bias of feeling like, oh, you get and and maybe this is just honestly happens. It's just you can't avoid it that if you present as more serious and have this image of professionalism or maturity or whatever it is, you will be taken more seriously and at the end of the day like people will treat you differently than if you yourself portray yourself as like very loose going silly goofy whatever i think naturally people do take you less seriously but then maybe that's just me that does that and no one else does that but i think there's that like you meet someone new and it's just how first impressions go you meet someone new and they're like really goofy and really silly and really whatever you're gonna feel like oh they must not be like a very serious professional mature person whereas you meet someone that's very like cool-headed level you know still jokes but like a little more toned down you perceive them as at least i perceive them as oh okay like they're a mature responsible person um hmm I do notice um, that, you know, your pattern with your savior complex where in relationships and friendships, you just take on this responsibility to go out of your way to help them and like save them even when they're not asking for it. Like you just do it on your own. I think Maybe that's imposing my own judgment. I think so. And me projecting. I think so. That's, I think I think it's that's what I'm like. I think it definitely is projecting in that sense of I view I try not to show my silliness because I feel like people will then perceive me as less capable than if I act mature and serious. And so when I see others act like that, I project my own insecurities and maybe I don't have the confidence to not let the perceptions of others affect my own understanding of my competence and so i can't get over that mental block of like oh i could act silly and goofy but i know deep inside that i'm still responsible and mature and so i don't need your validation to feel like you're gonna take me less seriously so yeah it all stems back to that mm. so i think about it now that we're in my 20s i'm like how am i supposed to act how should i act how does a 20 year old act and again it's just i think because for far too long i've tried to control it instead of just 
living your life live myself and be myself and yeah not let the opinions and the perceptions of others affect my own perception of myself so i think in my 20s that's what i'm trying to figure out is how do i who am i and how do i feel comfortable with myself and not let the perceptions and perceived perceptions of others get to me and it affect my own behavior yeah i'm hoping that's just something you outgrow because i feel myself slowly outgrowing it um i don't know if there's other factors but i've i just don't really care as much about what other people think and i think that's just because i feel very comfortable with myself and because i feel very comfortable with myself i don't really need anybody else to validate my existence for me and yeah i think that's just like growing up and you just spend so much time by yourself and you kind of get to that point where you're just it's so tiring to keep on being um, self-deprecating and like hate yourself and pick out all the little flaws in yourself because it's it doesn't do you any good and so I just I don't know I guess I just experienced this little shift in my life where like why am I gonna be so hard on myself and I don't know I just I really try my best to embrace like my character and because of that I think that I feel comfortable but I don't know I feel like being comfortable with yourself is something that everyone finds on their own so I don't really have a like a a tip for y'all I how just to? I, a little how to a little tut <laughs> a little tut um no no tutorial i really do think that people somehow some way they just find their way um to just accept themselves for who they are and be and once that happens you just start caring less about what other people think and i'm experiencing that which is so good oh my god last year or freshman and sophomore year of college you know i'm at this new school surrounded by oh, like people that I've, I'm not used to being surrounded with obviously high school was very different so I'm I just felt so out of place all the time not to say I don't feel out of place anymore but now I just accept that I'm very different from most of like my other business you know students um, classmates whatever and I'm okay with that I'm okay. I don't feel the need to conform or do anything to appease them. Yeah, I guess I feel like I've never taken an act or like recently I haven't actively thought about how I portray myself or I don't think I really think about how I portray myself. I sort of just portray (laughs) i think that's a good thing i don't think you really should obsess over how you portray yourself yeah and i think i've realized too it's like i mean obviously when you first meet someone you're sort of testing out the waters seeing their personalities or whatever but i think like when i meet somebody else just as unserious it makes that friendship so much more rewarding it just feels so much more fulfilling whereas like if i put on a professional mature business-esque persona 
and I like have a half-assed friendship acquaintance even you know and so I I don't know I just don't really think too much about it I just am there (laughs) but yeah that's why I hate networking I don't like networking oh my god networking (laughs) is the worst thing ever I I would do anything but network because it's just like why like I it's not me I get that. I, I I mean, when it comes to, like, certain aspects of, you know, business, like networking or, I don't know. I think sometimes it's just unavoidable. Like, it has to be done. It has to oh, be done. Networking know. doesn't have to be so, like, exploitative. Not to go on a tangent. No, I, I, you know? I agree yeah, with that. But I, agree I think too. in a lot of settings, it is. And in a lot of settings, it's very much give and take. What can you do for me? What can I do for you? Especially, at least at USC, that's just the culture. Yeah. But, I mean, I would love to network with actual cool people and people I can have a real relationship with. That that would be ideal. I just think that's I mean, yeah. more rare to come by nowadays. For sure. For sure. But I need an ego death. Does anyone know where I can buy one? Where I can get one? That's a psychedelic trip waiting to happen. Thomas and I can help you. Maybe that's <laughs> the next step in this. Maybe that will solve all my issues. I don't know who would you... Oh, like, imagine a Gael after an ego death. Yeah, I always imagine <laughs> of that. And I think, honestly, I just imagine, like, a calm version of myself. Sometimes I'm like, am I silly or am I just being silly to, like, feel... I don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of 20s you have to question your identity yeah literally that's why i'm like who who? how do i want to be perceived what do how do i perceive myself what kind of person do i want to become because i think it's like yes it's good to like not think about how you present yourself but also maybe it is maybe that is like what it means to grow as a person is taking an active effort to think about how you present yourself now if you're okay with that and if you want to change that because just because you're authentic doesn't mean you're a, one a good person an enjoyable person like a positive happy person you could be as authentic as you want and be like a shitty ass person and to say like you know i'm like that's just me showing up authentically that's not i don't think that goes in one-on-one and mm-hmm. so i think that's why i struggle with like okay yeah i do want to show up authentically but at the same time i remind myself i have to be self-aware and so how can i be self-aware without falling too deep into oh fuck i need to control every aspect of every interaction and my image and just what parts do i genuinely want to show to the world and how can i feel more comfortable doing that there's definitely an extent to that to what part the like obsessing and trying to control Mm. everything because no like i definitely agree it's very good to want to be someone you're not to like recognize that change and know that this is there's a certain person that you want to become because that means you're growing but i also think people are really harsh on themselves especially someone like Gael, who needs to relax a little bit and enjoy the time right now and just let it happen naturally instead of trying to do it overnight I guess so, yeah, huh? I'm like, I'm scared it won't happen. I need, to ha- I need it to happen right now. What if I go years? But it just 
does naturally happen. Yeah. I, I mean, the urge is there. It's gonna like manifest itself sometime. It just it won't be now, and that's okay. Right now's the time to be silly, guys. That that's the takeaway from this conversation. If you can't um, be silly now, when can you be silly? That's what I always think. I'm sorry. Like, like I always I live my life just like if not now, when? So I do it now. Because I don't know when I can't anymore. Mm-hmm. I think I just have to be okay with like how can I be silly and mature and not feel like those are two things that shouldn't exist together. I mean, I feel like you're already doing a, a good job of it. Like, what, I, 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 we, we, you know, like we've acknowledged you're mature in a lot of professional settings, but you're also immature when you're around us. Like, yeah, and that's what I need to be okay with. Yeah, like, like accepting the fact that those two things can coexist, and it's not like silly equals bad. <laughs> professionalism equals good the capitalist mindset silly equals bad can you tell he's a ceo (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like it's it's like okay silly equals good professionalism equals good they can coexist you don't have to pick you can be both yeah and that's like the big like oh that makes sense immaturity isn't like a bad thing it is in certain settings and scenarios but overall it's a superpower. <laughs> Being immature is your superpower. That's your so. superpower. Your mental illness is your superpower. Remember that. Nice one. Yeah. Um, but I would just say, try not to be so hard on yourself. I feel like Gael and Kayla, I've just, I, 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 I feel like I know this, that you guys are so hard on yourselves, especially now more than ever. I don't know what that shift was, but... You guys need to need to be nicer and just yeah. exist yeah. for a little bit without your judgment. Yeah. Yum. <laughs> yum. 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 Well, I need to do some more self reflection. <laughs> self, so much self acceptance. Like, I bitch, think you what need does that look a like? Shot. <laughs> like, how can I be? I'm at twenty. Twenty. A shot of you. <laughs> A shot of wisdom, a shot of maturity. Yes, mm-hmm. sign me up on those. Mm-hmm. That's like a ginger shot. <laughs> they have a maturity Joe's. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I need, yeah, I need, yeah, I need Courtney Kardashian's gummies. Let me, let me mature. Let me mature. <laughs> Is that let me ego no. death? Oh. I don't, I don't think well, so. Well, if she came out with let me psychedelics and it was like let me ego death, and you just take a let me. You should go to Courtney. Courtney, I have an. That's something Erwan would sell, like a hundred percent. Yeah. Well. Did you say Erwan? Yeah. Oh yeah. They'd have like some like ego death gummy bears. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be in a glass little bottle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lion's mane. Um. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um. Us talk about our feelings and offer very little practical solutions. But what can we do? Just we I feel like we I feel like mm, when was it maybe senior year and freshman year we were sharing so much wisdom or I don't know when there was a time when we would just rant about our feelings and cry and then there was a time when we would just give so much advice and we were enlightened we were like because we we grew from yeah like and then we're back 
to just like ranting. Yeah. Maybe because we're just going through so much change and we haven't quite grown from it. But then in two years, we'll be like... And yeah, and right now we're in the process of it. I mean, how are we supposed to... like figure anything out we're yeah no you guys are seeing us figuring it out like did you see how much back and forth was going on in this conversation i'm like like, do you guys even know what the fuck we're talking about half the time (laughs) no i mean that's the thing it's like we're in the process of it and i know we're gonna reach the stage where we have the answers or we think we have the answers and Mm then it's gonna happen again yeah Yeah, i hope you guys were able to follow i hope so sorry about that you guys What's it going to be called uh, once you're no longer teenagers? Young adult therapy? <laughs> Adolescent care? <laughs> A little chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Um, Y'all need to stop making that joke right now. <laughs> Everyone you guys will see that. what will happen when <laughs> Every, no longer <laughs> <laughs> You will see. You have pushed us too far. You will see you what will us, happen when we're no longer teenagers. <laughs> Just know <laughs> we were pushed to do you this. Y'all think you're so cute with that joke. <laughs> well, look at what you've done. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I got recognized at the beach the other day, so shout out to Vanessa. Whoa! Oh, wow, really? That's so wait, cute. Kayla. I also. Oh my god, wait. Yeah, let me sit up. I also got recognized at work what? of all places. Um, I was at my reception, just diddly daddling away. And um, this, I'm assuming freshman, pretty sure you're a freshman. Um, he was like, what's your name? And I was like, Caleb. And he was like, oh, you're from, are you from Teenager Therapy? And I was taken aback because I think, like, I haven't gotten that. <laughs> I'm Are you so, a cast? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Moral of the story, he was super sweet and it, it seemed like he was so sincere and he was just the cutest little person ever. Oh. He, he was he was so sweet. Um if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to see you again. I have been seeing you <laughs> a lot, so um yeah. So cute. It was very sweet. That made my week really month even. It was really sweet. Yeah. Well, well, thank you all so much for listening, for talking to us, for coming up to us. Um, and make sure you tune in to next episode. It's a very, very big one. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.